Are you ready? Ready. Welcome, welcome to another episode of You're Gonna Be Okay. I'm your host, Tony Mac. As always, uh, I got a special good friend of mine, Mr. Guy Murray. Hey, hey, what's happening? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? What's What's new in life, man? Uh, life is just continuing. We are four weeks before the, oh, actually five weeks before the end of the year, but, you know, we've been doing this COVID thing, um... They got crazy countdowns for each day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just life. We're just hanging out, man. I, I wonder if, like, 2021, COVID, they're going to be, like, start over, New Year. Uh, you know, We're like, not even going to let COVID exist anymore. Like, I, you know, right now it's just kind of set up to look bad for any of that uh, existence of that. We're still trying to get over the election. That's crazy. I don't even think we really, like, acknowledged the election. I can't, I think we just kind of, like, grazed over it. Like, we were worried, but then, like, after Biden, like, won, no, everybody stopped talking about it. No, they're still talking about it. <laughs> like, Dude, still, where you been? I don't know where you been. They're still talking about it. Are they? I don't. They're I haven't heard anybody. No Facebook it. posts. No. Okay, so here's the thing. As of today, uh, Wisconsin was going to certify their recount. Yeah. Then, last minute, a little pressure from some GOP... Um, Representatives said, no, we're not going to. Yeah. So they're flip-flopping on that. Georgia, on the other hand, was this close to certifying at 99% recount. Biden won. Yeah. Eh. Two representatives, <laughs> part of the Electoral College, have actually changed their minds. Yeah. And they're not going to throw out the results. Yeah. But at the same time. So is Biden the president? Going to be the president? Okay, so that's that's where my confusion is. The 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 um, he is president elect because he got the necessary votes two ninety or two yeah two nine two 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 ninety was the threshold. He's at three hundred six. Trump is at two uh, thirty four. So I mean, crushed him. Yeah. Um, some would say it was a landslide victory, uh, but the numbers just because of the lawsuits and the six particular areas and counties that are recounting and the numbers are starting to get closer and closer and closer but it's still not enough to overturn the election results hmm. and it's just maddening so um joe biden and kamala harris have been dubbed by ap hmm. and um the actual count as the president elect vice president elect so yeah. basically let's transition well i want to know if let's just say theoretically like somehow they do all these recounts and trump wins like I, that's like it's not enough to overturn <laughs> the counts the votes um so right now and the latest the latest conversation has been about throwing out a whole county or two areas of allegheny uh, in, in georgia Allegheny County, and so they're talking about voter suppression, and those are largely black um, areas. Yeah. Oh, man, so the racist talk is starting again. Yeah. The conspiracy that that Biden bought the election. Yeah. I'm like, how? So explain voter suppression to me. Voter, su- voter suppression, and this, is, this has happened all the way back since the 70s to um, 1968, when um, women weren't allowed to vote, but blacks were limited on voting on where mm. they could vote, when they could vote, 
And um, they would put him under conditions where if they did wait it out mm -hmm. to tick that little line or check that little box and submit their vote, mm -hmm. um, it would still be called invalid and would be thrown out because it wasn't done in a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. So their vote and their voice is actually being suppressed. So now this year, a record turnout, and it's amazing, yeah. record turnout. Um, they're saying, oh, well, people that are just now turning 18 can now vote. And we have people that were in the period of time where they can sign up and vote. Mm -hmm. um, and so the biggest thing that 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 Trump is is hoping for is for those mail-in ballots to be thrown out mm -hmm. because they were either certified, verified, or what have you. Um, but they've got all these lawsuits. Over There was over 44. Now it's down to like maybe... 12 and his legal team is separated hmm. from supporting his claims and so now he's got a new legal team and it's just it's a whole fiasco the the guy will not concede this election and it's 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 all going to go back to well if they throw out those votes then it just goes back to the the, the, the oppression thing yeah and voter suppression is a big issue and they heavily depend on the um, electoral college for those areas that would actually really affect the, the the election and it's so yeah we haven't heard much about it we haven't, yeah. nobody's really been talking about it but because now COVID's spiking again um see that's that's it that's conspiracy in itself like we stopped and now COVID's on the on the uphill spike here, here's the, okay so what i'm seeing is yes COVID has always been there yeah media coverage has been COVID. this is that and everything like that everybody says hey man but what about like flus or or or, or regular type of deaths and they yeah. don't report on those. They're reporting on those too, but it's like COVID is getting because it's got the most numbers. Yeah, it's got the best ratings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's one thing Trump is like. Trump was like, oh man, COVID, COVID, COVID. COVID's got better ratings than I do. You know, and I I can't pack a house, but I can pack a house full of people with no masks and not yeah. do social distancing. And I guess we'll get some COVID. And it was great. So when the hoax and he came down with it, and actually, they I say, think that's like that's so like, funny, like that he caught it. Like I, I can't say it's karma, but it's kind of like <laughs> you know, if you're, out there, you're out there saying that live your best life. Yeah, go ahead and do what you're going to do. You know, I mean, I I should be a mask up. Yeah. I'm in my bubble. I don't know where you've been all day. These type of things, you know, people. Go and cover, and people that... I mean, we're six feet COVID, COVID we're, rules. Yeah, we're, 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 we're uh, But it's like, oh, the droplets is that and everything like that. Um, so a lot of people in a lot of areas who have done the social distancing, worn masks religiously, mm. pretty clean, take care of other stuff like that, still got COVID. Yeah. Um, and I, I looked at a lady that worked on the front line. And then when you, everybody's whole ideas about it is like, well, I don't know anybody that did. Well, I know a bunch of people... That lost family members, whole yeah. family members got wiped out. And there's this last person in their family chain, and he's really feeling remorseful because he's the one that brought it home. Yeah, uh, that is insane. That is insane. Yeah, that's um, the scariest thing to like not protect yourself and then give it to somebody that you care yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so, that's really scary. So it's just been a crazy year. Um, I've seen some things though. It's it's hard to write comedy mm -hmm. right now. Is it for me? Um, I've been I've been doing a lot of projects, doing a lot of things, just little stuff like that. I 
wake up, oh, that's funny, and that usually winds up on my Facebook timeline. I yeah. don't really get into joke writing now, right? It's been, it's been crazy. I've been trying to finish my books, and I've been trying... This is a black author, you guys, just so you know. black author, producer. Um, I just wish I had all the, the monies that went with those credits, man, because yeah. it's like, I mean, production, I've run a couple of shows, I've been doing it for a long time. But trying to write my books, get my books finished. I've gotten into speaking and speaking engagements. But this year, I got lost a lot of business because of COVID. Yeah, can't get out, can't travel, no live events. Okay, well, let's try to redo these and create virtual ones. Well, if you can house them, let's do them. And so, virtual comedy is very. It's sucks, but for you, have you done a, a virtual show? I've done. I'll take any stage time that I possibly can get. So if it's virtual, sign me up. And okay. it is, it's okay. okay. It, it's, I mean, it's good to practice, but you're not going to get the full experience of having a live room. Like what I've noticed with the Zoom mics, it's always, you know, distraction. Somebody don't cut their camera or cut their mic off. Right. Somebody flushing the toilet sound in the background. Somebody's yelling at their kids. So yeah. I've gotten booed on a Zoom mic. So on a Zoom it's a Zoom mic. Oh, no. And the bad thing is, I was going to, like, fry them up, but they had their camera off. Right. So I couldn't, like, who are you right now? You're like roasting you. <laughs> I'm trying to roast, but... You're, you're at... <laughs> who, who is that? I yeah, I'm like... Yeah. Come on. So it... It's, there, there, are, there, are, there are challenges to that, but they're becoming a little bit more um, affluential and a lot more um, big names are starting to utilize them. Um, there's a regular weekly one with Dat Fan, who, mm. um, if you don't know, um, it's the first year of the uh, last comic standing mm. competition. Um, San Diego guy. Uh, but yeah, he has a weekly one. He does private invite because people like to get in there and mess up yeah. the energy, mess up the, yeah. the flow of the show. And I was like, why are people spending that much time? Why is it? I mean,. If you want some comedy, this is a place to plug in. Go ahead and plug in. You'd be surprised. Like, you, you go to a Zoom show not to have fun. Like, you, you sign into Zoom not <laughs> to laugh. Comedy. Like, yeah, what do you... No, you you're signing in we have laugh. better things to do yeah, with our life. A lot better things to do. Um, like, just for this evening right now, um, mm. my wife was like, well, just get on the thing. And I was like, you know, you can't get that good recording. You can't get that good conversation. Yeah. Actually, there's no real feedback, you know. Um the zooms and the, the the conferences have become almost like the old walkie-talkies. I can hear you. Can you can you hear so me? So funny. Can you hear me? Can you, okay, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. And then you flip your camera. On. Okay, I can, you're coming. You're kind of grainy. Yeah. And so now you spend about thirty minutes working on the digital and the just virtual text stuff. Up. Just get it all set. And then you're like, okay, so what we're doing here again? Yeah. What were we talking <laughs> what about? Were we talking about that. That's the worst part is the technology aspect about it because while you see like all these people have now converted to Zoom. Like, mm -hmm. businesses converted to Zoom, and they're, mm -hmm. like, trying to get it together. Like, my job always has Zoom meetings. I'm like, I don't want to see y'all. Like, I'm... It's, yeah. What has Zoom... I don't want to talk to y'all regularly on Zoom. On Zoom. I mean, I don't... The, the boxes. <laughs> you got, like, 20 people and everything, yeah. and half of them are just... You, you're looking up their noses. You're looking at their backgrounds. Like, oh, I didn't know... I, that I had a dude this. flush the toilet. Yeah, like, you heard, like... In a comedy show or was it a meeting? And there was a meeting. Okay. Like... Dude, yeah. you gotta like. Yeah, no, it's all bad. But somebody yeah, was just, cooking on a on a show. Well, somebody was actually cooking. Oh, get out! Yeah, I can't. I don't know. So, 
I am working on a weekly show. I might go bi-weekly, but I'm looking on setting up my own weekly show. I'm going to use my Battle of the Sexes, but I'm working more on the production and the show side of it. Mm. So I'm making sure everything's firing, and when the comic is on screen, they're on screen. Yeah, yeah. People are watching. The engagement is, again, going to be um, through my app, mm. the chat, but I mean, there's a whole lot more things that are going on behind the scene that I don't want the comic distracted, but I want them to get that feedback. So that's the one thing that I'm doing that's going to be trying to, that's going to be a little bit tricky, but it, it'll, I'll, I'll be able to work that out. I think with like, with like Zoom mics, it's like you say your joke and you just wait. wait. You just wait for a couple laughs because you know Zoom and you know, mm-hmm. some people don't have strong Wi Fi. If you need yeah, AT&T, you let me know. Hook you up. Hook you up. But some people don't have strong Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. So you got to wait for them laughs to kick in or are they laughing at me or was that something or is like oh is that oh that's the comics the comics are cracking yeah <laughs> great one jimmy it's like dude i'm on, I'm on stage yeah so it's, it for, it's not it the same it's day. not the same feel so yeah. hopefully uh not saying i'm against zoom comedy but nothing's better than actually being live in front of people yeah i there, there was one that was pretty successful and it basically you sold they, they didn't sell slots but you had a slot you came on, you did what you did during your time, you got on, mm-hmm. they talked to you for a little second, they says, alright, well, you got the stage, and you go. Mm-hmm. And so you were there, you did your thing, and then you would go back to them and say, how'd you feel about that set, or whatever yeah. like that. And that was kind of cool, that was called, it was called Dope Fades. Dope Fades. Dope shout Fades. Out, shout out them. Shout out, man. Um, they stopped doing it because they got so big, <laughs> they actually got so big from their their living room with two cameras and an iPad and three guys in the room to a full miniature studio but they still ran it and it was so tight the production level got better 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 and um, then they just kind of dissipated just to stop but yeah I'm like man dope face was the kicker the banger that's the way I would want to do it because you'd see who was on deck you'd see them going through They'd slash out the name, mm-hmm. next person up, and that person had the time. Yeah. And I, the only thing that I, I mean, I liked the, the fact that you got to talk to the to the panel, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, give me a little, little, some feedback. Or, that was great. That was a good joke. That's, that's your shit. That's the, yeah. yeah. You know? And that was kind of good, some feedback. Um, but at the same time, it was broadcasting to their audience, and yeah. it was on it was on Twitter Live, and that was really cool. And so I kind of, like, looked forward to that. Yeah. I got my slot. And I was like, man, I got to get back on that thing again because I, I didn't. But I filled up my garage mm-hmm. um, with some people. Had a mic, had a light on me. And I was like, I'm going to take advantage of this time. Yeah. And I said, because most of my neighbors hadn't heard me do comedy. Really? So I pushed out the chairs, had the door open, and had you know a couple layers back. And they were all laughing and passing beers. And when my time slot came up, <sighs> I was on showtime. Yeah. I had an audience, and I had a global audience, and that was just so much fun. I like that. That's fun. That's yeah. fun. I, I do uh, the Zoom show, and they stream it to Facebook, okay. Facebook Live. Okay. So you can go back and watch that. But like, I don't like the fact that some people use Zoom comedy to like expose their demons or talk about like. Mm-hmm. Weird stuff that Weird you just stuff. should not be talking to people about. Uh, well, I don't know. Some, I mean, all comedy is 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 subject. It's, it's subjective, and what's funny to one person might not be funny to another person. I've learned 
to not throw out anybody. <laughs> no, I mean, because you, you could be doing the most darkest material, and it is funny to that emo guy, the one that was bullied in school, who just happened to flip on and catch you that day. Yeah. yeah. I always say, play to your room or play to your strength. Mm. Play bigger than the room you're on. Yeah. But with these virtual things, you're now all around the world, possibly. Yeah. And if you're still just playing right here, and your the jokes are just for this little couple people, and you ain't getting nobody feedback, so yeah. you're, you're you're now you're closed up. I always say, play bigger than the room you're in. Mm. And so, if I can play bigger than the world, I'm going to. I've I've learned that like learning your audience and like learning uh, like as I've been writing more is trying to like what's funny to everybody in the room yeah that's 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 a hard that's a hard that's a hard gimmick is it because um if I get one or two giggles Mm -hmm. and I'm on my girl stuff yeah okay I'm talking to the girls yeah they're gonna bring it home for the guys the Mm -hmm. guys will be like I never thought of it that way yeah right so once I find who I'm talking to Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stay with them and keep them going Mm -hmm. then that energy spreads out across the entire crowd Mm -hmm. I can't I can't play to the whole room if I don't know the whole room. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm saying, like you, you would do a joke and you get a good laugh. You mm-hmm. know, I want I want everybody to be able to enjoy like any joke that I'm doing. I want people, everybody to be able to enjoy it, not just a because some people have like a, a niche audience. They yeah. only they only make a certain genre of people laugh, <laughs> and I don't want I don't want to be. I want to be able to make you know. You're the bridge. You want to just everybody. Everybody, everybody deserves a laugh. You yeah. know, like. Absolutely. Like uh, being in San Diego, people are like, "Oh, like, uh, how is it doing? Like, like, it's a difference between doing black audience and like white audiences. It's a big, huge difference." Like somebody told me, it was like, "Hey, if you were to like enunciate, you enunciate all your words. If you were to throw like a little bit more nigga in there, you know, be more acrobatic, you would uh-huh. make black people laugh." See, more. That's on that's on them though. That's their perception of yeah, you and interact. Uh, yeah. So, and I was kind of like, I don't, I don't really understand that. What you talking about? What, what, what you talking about? What you mean, Willis? You know? Yeah. Um, so it, it is crazy. Um, for example, um, my same jokes, which once I'm on and I'm going, I'm popping. It don't matter who I'm with. They got, they see where I'm going mm-hmm. because most of my jokes are, 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 are visual. I do some act outs and everything like that. But I take them with me. Mm-hmm. While I'm getting to the joke, and when I get to the punchline and that redirect, mm. they're like, "Oh man, damn! I was so locked in on you, I didn't yeah. realize you were over you here. You dropped me over at the yeah, yeah. You did. You dropped me off at the city dump. Yeah, right there. And I'm like, okay, okay. So that's when I'm crafting the joke. When I got everybody with me, like, so give them a little bit about myself, build it up from there. Mm. Got them in. Then I take them through my jokes. I can turn it around just a little bit mm. for a black room. Mm. I went to Georgia. Um, and I had a, I had my homie with me. I mean, I'm serious. I flew across the country. We were gonna play a black college, mm-hmm. and um, in Georgia, and um, she, uh, Joy Lane. She got me the she got me the spot, and I was like, "Oh, right, cool." And it was gonna be like six of us, mm-hmm. veterans of comedy, blah 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 blah, you know. And um, day of, I ju- I just drove up, to meet with her, and she's like, pissed off. And I'm like, what's what's up? She goes, she goes, well, so and so's got stuck and he's not even coming and so and I was like, I was looking at my homie and he was like, he was like, what? I was like, she goes, are you a comic? Please tell me you're a comic. And he was like, 
I do uh, I do phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a great prank phone yeah. caller, but yeah, in the moment on stage, probably not so not so funny. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's not gonna buy. And I think that that, that black collar is gonna eat you up anyway. So, um, but yeah, no, I went in. I just hit all of my 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 jokes, mm-hmm. um, and took them right along with me. Yeah, and that's the best feeling. I mean, you you might feel a little uneasiness as you're trying to reel them in, and they they go back, and you're like, oh, let me go back and get that one. And I, once they're hooked, though, yeah, just keep them going, man. I had this. This girl, she was actually texting, and I was like, I was like, right in the front row. Mm. But she was fine. Yeah. <laughs> gotta I call her out. You gotta call I, her out. I, I didn't want to call her out, though, because that would have made the rest of the audience uneasy. I yeah. didn't want to focus on her, but I kind of wanted to get her attention. And I was talking about how women get all dressed up. Mm. And I was like, I bet you this young lady right here. I was just like right there. I bet she gets all dressed up. And then, please tell me, what is it? Sister, sweetheart, tell me what it is. I mean, I love you, sisters, but y'all scare me to death. Mm. I mean, I, I love black women, but y'all just, y'all scary. When y'all get all, yeah. when y'all get all dressed up and everything, why do you push your feet into those shoes like that? Mm. I mean, what do they call those little stilet, style, stilettos? Stilettos. Or, I was, yeah, no, stilettos. That's what I, but I was making fun of yeah. it. Because... I had engaged her then. She yeah. put the phone down and she's like, you mean stilettos? And I was like, see? Ah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. And then, pff, floor. Yeah. Floor. Um, but just little small things like that. I just detracted from stilettos and just, what is it, stilettos or something? Something to your toes. It just messes them up when y'all so are walking into the club. You know? you're, you're like, engaging, like engaging, with engaging with the audience. The whole audience. Okay. But I, t- I got her by having her ask answer the question yeah. when it really wasn't a question but I just kind of like I'm going to get her and I'm like you know, what is it when you just stick your uh, feet in those stilettos the stilettos thing yeah. and she goes stilettos and I was like yeah y'all, how do y'all do that man because yeah. y'all walk in there if you're tearing up your feet I'm sure it hurts <laughs> and everything yeah um, but yeah no just at that particular point is just keep reeling them in and keep reeling them in keep reeling them um, I have this I, joke about uh, I have this joke about I don't know what it is about a woman's day, but I'm sick of listening to it. I'm sick. I'm sick of listening to women's... Like, why is your day so long, yo? Like, what... How many things happen in your day that you need to tell me your entire day? Like, men, we're simple. Go to work, come home, eat, go to sleep. It ain't... Maybe something, but... Brenda, Sarah, you driving, like, oh my... Ugh. I, I think they they they're they're consummate recorders. They they, they are so, <laughs> and so they have to unload it or else they're gonna pop. Yeah, gonna yeah. Blow up. So if, yeah, they gotta go out there. Um, I don't think I've ever had a not a woman that wanted. It's not that they're venting, but they just want to unload. Yeah, they want that. And if you can sit there without it blowing so, your head up, so hard. You're the best. You're the so best. hard. You're the best. It's so hard, but yeah, you're it's, the best if you can. If you can sit there and for my it, for my fellas listening to this, fellas, bear with, with us, them. bear with them. Um, <laughs> try to stay sane because we know it's hard. It is hard. It's it's hard to, and we care about your day, women. Don't we, think that we, we don't do. care about your we day. We, we, we just think if you just shorten it up into maybe a paragraph, I think that would do us justice. So we can go on. We can go on for the rest of our day. Like, imagine if we told your story to you, how would you feel? That's how I feel. That's yeah. 
that thing. Well, Bob, he fell down and his hammer went down there. You see a crack for a little bit and everything. I realized he changed toilet paper. You know, he has green eyes. Like they, they give they give details that just unnecessary to the story. Like just tell me what happened. Like just tell me what happened. Yeah, and what I mean by what happened, what is what what really happened? Yeah, what is the where where did you get affected? Which part of that affected you the most? Can you give me the cliff notes, baby? Come on. Oh man, no, that's say give me the clips now. Give me something. Or if you're if you're if you're stealth though, you're really cool. Just put a recorder, like get a little voice recorder. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Uh, yeah. You were talking about Betty and (laughs) for for real. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give them some feedback because they. That's why they're unloading. That's because. I don't know. <laughs> it's that's, like that's a, that's, a, that's a, I mean that is a joke. That's real. That's real life, right? That's there. That's, a, that's, that's my, not a joke. If you can, where's your where's so where's, where's your punch? Where's your is that a, is that a rant? Or no, is that, a joke? that a joke? it might be a rant. Okay, like it might be a rant because like I'm real. I don't know like the exact punchline of the joke. Because I'm just really like over. <laughs> I'm over it. Like okay. I don't know how. Okay. Like I've listened to a lot of women's stories. Mm-hmm. A lot. I'm talking about. I've been looking at time like, yo, this story is like 10 minutes long. Like, mm-hmm. to get from here 10 minutes later and nothing. Okay. Like, you all this build up and nothing happened. That's what I'm... What's the... Hit? So, so what if as, in writing that rant... Yeah. And some of the best part of comedy is um, finding a solution. Yeah. So, if that's your biggest problem... That, man, I, you can come up with some amazing. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say that's my biggest problem. That is, I mean, but I'm just saying, one problem. If that was, yeah, no, but if you had to make that joke, you're this is this is gonna save the world. Yeah, Anthony, give me that thing you did at at at, at the at the comedy palace. Uh, how you shut that one lady down? Give me that when you were in the middle of your rant. Mm. You you detracted, yeah. so you had all the solutions. You know all the outcomes because you know where your rant's going. Yeah. So now you've got a whole locker full of answers and problems that could evolve yeah. from that rant. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've told this joke maybe three times on stage, mm-hmm. and everyone was different. Okay. Because, like, I looked at a woman, and I was like, why is Women's Day so long? And she was giggling, because it's true. Yeah, like, why is your day so long? Right. And one day I did it, I was like, dude, like, is your woman right here? He was like, yeah. I was like, how long is her day? All right. So, so I'm like I'm like on, crowd, I'm crowd yeah, working so, it too. So crowd working it. So on a on a bigger plan though, mm. is have a couple solutions. Okay. So that would make it even more funny because now you got all the answers. Yeah. You took your rant, you created a problem mm. out of what you've observed. Yeah. And now you got some solutions, and so they'll be like, huh. And so they're gonna be driving home. Baby, you know if Anthony was right, if you did listen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You have a solution <laughs> for their problems, and then, then come up with something that's so absurd, mm. and have that in your tool belt. So when you have to break that puppy out, it's still yeah. a solution, but it's just so absurd. It's like um, it's out there, out of the box, way outside the box. I'm, I'm trying to think of a beautiful one. Um, I thought we were supposed to turn off our electronics before recording. My bad. No problem. My bad. Because no, cool. people like to. Yeah. I had to turn my thing off of here because people would call me during podcasts and it'd be annoying. 
But what were we saying? The um, solution, the setup, and the rant. But yeah, come up with something so absurd that it's just monumental. And mm-hmm. so you'll have that in your tool case. And therefore, the rant. Yeah, because like. Just as malleable as the joke itself. I, I think, like, thing now with my comment, I'm trying to find my voice. Okay. I'm trying to find out, like, what type of comedian am I? And I think that's the hardest part now is like I'm trying I've been trying different things or trying different things on stage to see if that fits me. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have like a premise and I'll work the premise out on stage. Okay. I, I recall uh the um Oceanside Brewing show and you broke out the rubber straw. Yeah. The rubber straws, yeah. Door, that was very informative. Yeah. You made it funny. Yeah. And when you left the stage, you actually had it. People were like, "No way!" Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So it was something that you know, if you if you had like a whole case of those with your name and logo on them, you'd have, have some gear, yeah. some gear. Marketing one hundred and one. One hundred and one. Have some gear and so. stuff. Um, so there's like always a takeaway from each show. Everything. I mean, because it's never going to be the same. It can be the same jokes. Yeah. But the crowd, the energy, and the, just how you really felt about it. Yeah. But just. Once you know who you are as a comic, mm-hmm. it'll become more more valuable to you yeah. to be able to sit back and know you're in the controversy. This yeah. is who I am. This is my voice, and I'm, you know, I because I mean I've I've done it for so long, but then it's I didn't realize it was just me trying to be funny mm-hmm. instead of you just being yourself. I'm being myself. Yeah. And letting my stories, letting my situations, mm-hmm. I mean, it was 2012, it was the day after, actually it was my birthday, it was the day after the end of the world, um, December 21st, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. December 21st, <laughs> we're not supposed to be here right not now, not supposed to be here right now, so Eight December years 22nd, later. on my birthday, I didn't even bring up it was my birthday until mm. after I got off stage, mm. but um, I was like, you ever, you know, my, I did bring up because I have a set of uh, jokes depending on when, what time of year is but yeah that day was my birthday but I was like you ever have a you know, birthday as close to Christmas the only backlash from that is people are sucky gift givers yeah they're always connected yeah so on, on my birthday I get a shirt on Christmas I get a pair of pants always yeah. connected one year I got shoes I got some socks but one year mm-hmm. my uncle and so I'm thinking, and I'm setting them up. But then I go, do you ever have an uncle that's younger than you? Mm-hmm. You know, inbreeding, mm-hmm. your uncle younger than you? Well, this year, this particular year, my uncle got me a flag. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to get a bike. Mm-hmm. No, that motherfucker got me the pole. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so I act out playing with the flag and woo, yeah. and he was gay. You know, so I, I kept dropping him and dropping him and dropping him after the act out, after yeah. the joke. And I kind of made that joke right there on stage. Yeah. Um, on the 20, because I had a birthday show on the 20th. So it was like a two days, two days between two shows. So I had changed that joke just enough. Mm-hmm. So when I was on stage and it was a predominantly white crowd downtown San Diego at the Madhouse when mm-hmm. it was up when it was upstairs up in Horton Plaza, 
um, I changed it for the white crowd mm-hmm. because I wasn't sure if I was going to connect with the kids younger than them, yeah. you know, millennials. Yeah. Well, not even millennials then. That was 2012. So um, I was like, but in the South, we have. And so I just took it to that level of like, and he was gay. So it was just piled on, piled on, piled yeah. on. So I'm acting out that I've got my flag. I'm waving it. I'm swinging it. I'm dancing. And, and they're like, you know, so yeah, like yeah. yeah. So I, I actually actually bring them in. So what you'll do, and you'll do really well at once you find your voice. But mm. make sure you don't keyhole yourself into that mm. character or role. Yeah. Because your jokes are bigger than I'm a black comic. Yeah. Your jokes are much larger than the room you're playing. Yeah. A lot. Of, a lot of comics they said I should play more towards me being black. No, and so I was that, like, that'll, that'll keyhole you into. Being and I was like, comic. why, why do, why do I have to use that as my as a crutch? You know, <laughs> I don't want to use that as my like. I'm black. I can't like not, not be. Black. Yeah, cannot not be black. Right. But I'm not gonna just be like, okay, my comedy is only for black audiences. Like I'm not gonna just play on me just being black. Uh-huh. Like if I'm gonna do something black, it's come from an experience of just being black, and most people here can't really grasp that. Yeah, I mean, I see some really great comics. Um, you know Chip Nicholson? Yeah, actually, um, I actually did. Um, he was on this Birdland's Comedy Crunch. Birdland's Crunch, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I got I booked for that show in December. Oh, nice. so but uh, the lady Donna, she like we talk all the time. She's cool. She's cool yeah. people. But she sent me. She sent me the link to the previous show. He was on there. That's where I met him. Okay. And then I didn't even know that we were finding each other on Instagram. Okay. And so I had went to a place in, I want to say, somewhere in L.A. I don't really know where I was at. But he was there. And that's why I was like, oh, bro, what's up, bro? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, he is a brilliant, yeah. brilliant comic. And being a black man, mm-hmm. his comedy is from everywhere. Yeah, and it's for everybody, everyone, at any one particular time. Mm-hmm. I've seen him play, I've seen him play black rooms. I've seen him play predominantly white rooms. He's done a gay room. He did a female show, and yeah. I was like, he was the only guy. But yeah. he's done that, and he stands on his own. Yeah. He can do and hold his his water. He did a pod. Was it a podcast or a video? He did a video um, with a young lady, and he just spouts some knowledge that I'm like, this thing is bullshit. And I had yeah. to Google it, and he was straight on with the facts, and I was like. Damn. So when you are more than just this type of comic, yeah, and your jokes can be so malleable that they'll fit around every situation, because you again know where your turns are, you yeah. know where the redirect is, yeah, and they're your jokes. So they might have been from your life, yeah. you know, or exaggerated occurrences yeah. in your life. Um, I remember detailing um, a particular game of tag with one of my... He wasn't racist. His family was predominantly racist. Um, and these were good times in David Duke's backyard in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, Whew, that's the... Yeah. <laughs> They'll that... flip the N-word on you. <laughs> it's natural there, so... Flipping, just... flipping the N-word on you like they're tipping a hat. Like, yeah. Hey, nigger. And, you know, it's yeah. like, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a salutation. <laughs> They use it like um, so yeah, we were playing, we were playing, and um, there was one bike. This cousin was 
visiting and he's riding and we're all taking turns, but my turn was up. He's riding excessively long. Hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm going to get that bike. I'm going to get that bike. I'm going to ride it. And I, I was like, all right, your time's up. He goes, no, move out of my way. In there. I was hmm. like, excuse me? I've heard the word before. Yeah. But it actually did. It, 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 it shocked me so bad. Did it sting Just a little because, bit? Man, it hit me with the veracity of a, like an uppercut. Dude. Yeah. I was like, I was, oh, oh. I was like, what did you say? You heard me. Yeah. Double down. Yeah. Double down. And I was like, oh, two E, two G's. I got, yeah. I, I got the little trickle tear and yeah. I was like, <sighs> I balled up my fist and I was like, it's not, I'm not, I'm not. And um, so I went and um, I was like, I was like, Bobby, Bobby, their dad. Mm. And I was like, he called me and he goes, you are, aren't you? And I was like, what the? Wow. Wow. And I was like, yeah, from that day on, I never let that word affect me, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious. I was like, I can be the nigger. Yeah. Or I could not be the nigger. Yeah. Anything you can say after that point, man, I'm serious. I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the nigger. I, I, I mean, I, I've, I've had the word a lot of times after yeah. that, but that point was when I'm like, I'm not going to be. You are one, aren't you? Yeah. That, no. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm not. I, We're I, in the same trailer park, nigga. <laughs> We're, we, we live, live in the same trailer park. My dad works in the military. You work on a fishing boat. Yeah. But we live in the same trailer park. We run and jump in the same dirt dunes. Yeah. But because of my color of my skin, and you think you're that much better than me? Yeah. That that word? So from that point on, to those people? Yeah. Never again. I, I'm my, my, my use of the word now is to my homies. Yeah. Like, you might think, yeah, you might think. Yeah. But, like, I'm trying to figure out, is it word, is the word, if we're in 2020, how effective is this word? It still has a lot of power. Yeah. And, that's and, amazing. And I'm trying to, like, why does it, though? That's That's my question, is why... Do we give it so much power? And, like, why do we give other people for using it? You know, to take the power away from yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, it's in the same consensus as, like, using the word bitch to connotate a woman, their attitude, or their situation. But now, women have taken it as taking the power out of it, and they become the bitch. Yeah. I am that bitch. Yeah, and I, I just, I don't, I don't get so, it. I mean, that's why, from that point on, I'm not gonna let that word define me. Yeah, and it's definitely not gonna impugn me or set me back. Yeah. So, good, good, good luck to trying to use that word against me. Yeah. I don't I'll, let it. I'll bother embody him, and I'll show him what it, what a nigga is. Yeah. Or at the same time, what nigga where? Yeah. You know, because it, it's not me. I, um, I don't let it but, bother me anymore, man. But it is such it. a powerful word. It still is, and um, because of the history behind it, because of what it's what it's done to set people back yeah. what it's but <clears throat> I you know I don't know if it'll if the word's not gonna go away because it's there yeah, yeah yeah and then the hate that goes with it when people use it in different regions of this country that <laughs> and just people are closet closet racist yeah. they'll they'll use it because that's their last last resort their, yeah their last resort I was like good thank you you <laughs> boy, yeah. Timmy <laughs> 
How was that? <laughs> was that fun? It was like, okay, throw one back at me. Come on, come on, you do it. Throw it. Oh, ooh, you had a little stank on that one. Yeah. But that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tone it down. Tone it down. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my gosh. It, make, it makes it like I, I try... I try to not use it as much. Uh-huh. Be like, to my homies, yeah. But to everybody else, it's like, we hang around, like, there's a lot of people, or white people that live in Oceanside, San Diego, or whatever. It was like, you don't use the N-word that much. You don't. Well, I ain't talking to my niggas right now. <laughs> I ain't talking to my niggas right now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what, what, what am I supposed do, I, to? Do, do I, you want me to use one so you can use it? Yeah, or is that like, something you turn the free things up? Is that going to clear the air? Yeah. You hear me use it every once in a while? No, nah, you know, I don't have to. It's, it's not necessary. It's, it's like I'm less cool because I don't use it. <laughs> I'm less cool because yeah. I don't. Yeah, Anthony, you're uncool, man. Oh, for real. Get like, out of here, man. You're not, for, you're, not, you're not black enough. You, you don't, don't know how to use it. I don't know you, man. You don't know how many people has come up to me living in California. Um, they're like, you don't remind me of most black people. And I'm like, what, what does, does that, that mean? mean? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Oof. And he was like, you know. I don't know. That's, yeah, I don't know. Tell I, me. Can I, you, can I you, can don't. Can you imbibe a little bit deeper for me, please? Yeah. Please, give me some more meat to that because I need, I mean, just give me potatoes. Give me some meat with that. Give me. What does that mean exactly? Dude, I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Yulee, St. Augustine, the plantation the south yeah um but my dad was in the military we traveled the world we went everywhere he went mm-hmm. i didn't see racism in germany mm-hmm. i didn't see racism in japan I'm like we didn't get to leave the base mm-hmm. and this was 74 this is crazy time um and we we didn't live yeah like most black people did we didn't suffer go through all those things mm-hmm. um therefore even though when we came back and hunkered down we were in the same backyards and dirt and lived in a trailer mm-hmm. you know but it took care of us yeah we did things differently so i had a little white girlfriends i had a little this and a little that mm-hmm. let's jump sand dunes and yeah you know, watch dukes of hazard and yeehaw and no. truck drivers and stuff like that crazy I'm just as redneck as they are. Yeah. No, no you're not. No. no. <laughs> Come to California. Um, no, we're A little close. bit different. No, like, bro. Bro, you, what? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but they were so diverse. I've never seen too many Mexicans, never seen too many Samoans, never seen too many Asians, except for in Japan where they're all Asians, but yeah. it's just crazy um, seeing that diversity and just melting and it didn't matter. Yeah. So, for the concept of, you know, where are you at? Where'd you grow up? Who are you? Yeah. It didn't matter. So they, they're, 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 they're not looking at a black yeah. person. Yeah. They're, they're looking not. at a, a human being. Human being, exactly. But, you know, like I said, like I said, Germany, Japan, you know, they didn't see mm. the color. Yeah. I didn't have to act a color. Yeah. I didn't have to be a color. I was, I stood out. Yeah. But they didn't make me stand out. Mm. And that's what I... I mean, that's what I really changed the way I looked at things. But <laughs> when it, when you get back to it, the salt of it... Damn. Black people can be actually black. They yeah. really can be. It's, because that's all they've had. Yeah. That's all they've come up with. Mm. So, 
Um, well, I, there, there's a difference between niggas and being black. Right. There's two. There's a, those are two different black people. Sadly, but true. Two different black. Sadly, but true. So you got niggas, you got blacks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how far of the black side that I fall in. <laughs> I don't really know how far of the nigga side that I've fallen. I really don't know. But it's just like. It's one and the same. Like, what do we... But you... I, that It makes me mad when... I, I run into this a lot. People, a lot of people ask me that question. It's like, you don't remind me of all black people. It's like, <laughs> how? Like, what, what don't I do differently than other black people? Or, 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 or what, what is your, your description of black people? Yeah. And I think their idea is like... The hood black dude, you know, the the gangster, and you know, got to do all that. And I just so that's that's your image. Yeah. You know, if I was going to go into that whole black black thing, yeah. And I was like, oh, so you're looking at Jesus when he really was curly haired Jerusalem, and he was a black. He was a bronze man. He was a black man. No, Jesus wasn't black. He's blue. I agree. No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. Read your history books. Yeah. And so if I want to get black. And go black back to him. Yeah. Africa was the first pla- first continent, all that stuff like that, and be black. Yeah, you were a slave to us. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, but you, you you hit him with this, and they just still like, like uh. no, because that's all they've been taught. That's yeah. all they they learned, and so it's like, okay, well, how I got to slowly get this out, of this, slowly peddle it. Um, but then it's like you get into a whole different situation. Like, well, how come you don't do that thing? Mm-hmm. How come you don't do that? It's like, well, it's not the way I was raised. I'm not uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, it's dangerous. <laughs> Some of that's just dangerous. I've I would been not raised. go to Chi Town. <laughs> I would not go to Chi Town. Yeah. I mean, I'd go and play in Chi Town. I'd hang with a couple people, ball up, but they put they put marks on you like right away. Let they me let mark on you. Chi Town. Right I'm in and I'm you. out. I'm in and I'm out. Yeah. I'm in. I'm not hanging out. Because <clears throat> you 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 never know. Yeah. No. They like, put, they put, they I've, put a I've, hit on you just because you're not from there. I've grew up in predominantly black area my entire life from what city what town edgewood maryland so okay. yeah no i can feel that it's <laughs> i can feel that literally as black as it gets yeah it, it ain't like and i ain't talking about we had we had the best life my parents did what they could but mm-hmm. i was like but that doesn't make me not black you know like that mm-hmm. doesn't make me it's like i remember i was working with this i remember i was working with this uh guy and he was just like man like you don't remind me of all black people, but when you put your headphones on, man, he's like, "That's horrible. That's really." He's horrible. like, "You're black." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, <really> what does? <laughs> like, and I try. Behind you. And clip, cut, or stop what you're doing. Grab a water. <laughs> Let's do some uh let's do some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. So shameless plugs is we shout out uh a business, preferably a black business. Oh god. Okay. Preferably. If you don't have one, then you know. Oh no, I'm I have three businesses. Jesus. Shout them out. We want we want a shameless plug. <clears throat> shameless plug. Uh shout out uh all my businesses, all of my they'll have my initials in them. So I've got I've got I got Jim Designs. Which is my photography and my videography production company. Okay. Shout out. 
um, Jim Credit Solutions. I do credit repair. Let's talk about that when uh, you're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I do event marketing. So I usually, um, and so I use Jim in all of aspects of it. So I did one large company cap and I'm, I am legit. I pay my taxes. I pay my cultures. Just my like DBA, everybody else. Just like everybody else. Um, not trying to cut the system back. Actually, <laughs> actually, I benefit quite well when it comes to my write-offs because I know how the businesses work. So shout out to Jim Credit Solutions and shout out to Jim Events and Chief Events Marketing. Jim Credit Solutions. How important is credit? Um, at one point when I first started, I thought credit was a game rigged against middle um middle income. Don't worry, you, you wanted to say black, but I'm going to say no, it for no, you. No, no, no. No, because <laughs> I, I, I know a lot of people that suffer just, even just, you know, low, low income, low income, and middle income wages, wage work, wage workers, the working class yeah. people, mm-hmm. the affluent upper level six, you know, six figure income people, they don't need credit, but they use credit differently. Mm-hmm. They, they, they get credit and they kind of keep it credit and they, mm-hmm. they maintain and they uphold credit. Mm-hmm. But I always thought that it was a was a system and it is a system rigged against us. Mm-hmm. And if we're not educated about it enough, uh, I learned quite a few things um, that will keep you in the same loops. Go out there and buy a PS5 but yet your car is broken down or that check engine light's been on your car for for months. Priorities, ladies and gentlemen. Priorities. Get that PS5, though. <laughs> you can only live once. No. Um, I mean, PS5. <laughs> or being able to move your car. Or something, right? Yeah. Um, no, but I, I realize that there are systems within the system that are rigged against us and we're not educated on And what they don't teach is finance, mm-hmm. budgeting, and all that stuff like that. Um, so and it's a shame that I had to learn all of that on my own. I'm still learning, and it's such a shame. Yeah, so, I mean, you do, you, you'd probably need a mentor, but if you start to open your eyes up to the systems themselves, then yeah. you can work the system against them. Okay, um, explain that, because I'm, like, just lost me. Crazy. So, um, let's say credit, credit scores, mm-hmm. the scoring system. Basically, they look at your ability to pay mm-hmm. and your income level so if you're at a particular job and you make 45,000 a year and say you are um, renting and you spend more than 50% of your income mm-hmm. on rent and livelihood so that means you only have about 10% of credibility mm-hmm. it's not how much money you make mm-hmm. it's how much money you have left over to pay for necessities mm-hmm. um, as you become an adult, you start spending, um, you stay in that same income bracket, your jobs peak, ebb and flow, but you kind of like stay in that same level. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing adversely changes for you as far as your credit history, habits, mm-hmm. and the way you carry yourself. So your credibility yeah. is shot. Yeah. Um, so what I teach people to do and what I learned to do that use credit as a tool not to supplement your income, mm. but to supplement your situation. Use their credit mm. and their practices to your favor. Mm. Um, we can get into a whole deep discussion about that, but basically it's, they're going to give you some money. Mm. So you take a basic $500 credit limit. They say, okay, yeah, you're good for, you're good for 500 mm. um, 
build on that 500. Take 250 of it out and put it on a prepaid card. Mm-hmm. Build up a, build up a practice of paying your bills, mm-hmm. reoccurring payments, pay back the credit line, mm-hmm. open back up that $500 limit. Mm-hmm. Now you got your 250 prepaid mm-hmm. and that was building history. Mm-hmm. Now you've got two lines of credit. The more lines of credit you open, that removes your debt ceiling mm-hmm. because now you're not just a forty-five thousand a year income with debts and everything at ten percent. You actually have a higher debt ceiling because of all that credit you've occurred mm-hmm. and those best practices. Oh well, he's able to pay and you know like that. Let's let's go ahead and give him more credit, mm-hmm. and you start giving you more credit, and now you got these credit lines, ten thousand, hundred thousand credit lines. Your name, when you sign on that dotted line, they look at that history. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh man, he's credible. Yeah. And so that's where, if you learn how to work the system, mm-hmm. it works in your favor. Mm-hmm. People don't pay their bills, and they create that negative tracking history, and they're always paying back. Credibility is shot. Credibility is like super trash. You're, 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 you're trash. You're, I, I wouldn't trust them with three hundred dollar credit line. Yeah, like I've, I've, unfortunately, I had to learn about credit the hard way, because uh, I didn't have anybody to teach me about credit and you know, all stuff like that. Got a credit card and you know, max it out. Yeah. All right, so this is where it gets deep. <laughs> credit, in its same, same gestures, is a lie, mm-hmm. just as much as our money is. Yeah. So the systems that are built to keep a working class impoverished, that credit, is the is the dream mm-hmm. created from. The money, our money's not backed by anything. Yeah. It used to be on a gold standard, yeah. but back in 1982, that gold standard was removed. Where'd all the gold go? Some people's got it around their neck, yeah. but its value and trading capability is no longer based on that. So our money's not based or backed by that. Yeah, um, we call it like call fiat, it. like fiat money. It's fiat money, yeah. exactly. And I call it that all the time. Hopefully, our situation will never get as bad as Venezuela mm-hmm. because they have papyrus money. They trade stacks of it. Mm. for a roll of toilet paper and wow. I was like well sh- why would you trade that if you could get toilet paper when you could have used that as toilet paper yeah it's just not hygiene yeah well your paper products are so crap in Venezuela you might as well use your money because that's what, that's what its value is same thing so if our system ever gets that bad we are, we would be in trouble but we've got optional bailouts with international trading and crypto may become a possibility but the, the are you the, big the, on crypto I trade. Okay. I guess I got a little bit, you know. I I, I, I I do the I do some EFTs and I convert it to straight to Bitcoin. Have you know about have you heard about Coinbase? Coinbase. I'm trying to I'm trying to mine some. Okay. Do build my own. I built a computer to do that specifically so I'd sit there and just Yeah mine some coins. Um, but the, the, the illusion again is our money is not worth anything. So then when this credit dream comes out there and it giving you this stuff on credit, on credit, on credit, on credit if you don't know how to utilize that system, mm-hmm. you fall into arrears, you fall into delinquencies, and you fall into debt, mm-hmm. um, and you're never going to come out of that. Mm-hmm. So the system within the system and the loophole is that, okay, well, if the money was a lie, the contract and your signature was a lie, mm-hmm. and in their handling, they lost your agreement to pay. Mm-hmm. But yet, you're still paying it. Mm. I say stop paying it. 
They've got to go back and prove that you signed for that debt. Mm. They've got to go back and claim that you owe that debt. The onus is on them. Mm. They build the system. That's your loophole. That's how you get out of the system. Mm. Is don't neglect your debt, but if you do fall in arrears, deny the debt. Mm. And that's how people get out of the game. It's I, I, I do it with either letters or now right now I just do disputes. Mm. I do disputes for my clients. I do my disputes. I continually do disputes for myself. Mm. But I create a debt to income ratio which heightens my ceiling. Mm. So my credit may not look good, but my business credit is better. Okay. That makes sense. Your debt is here. And what'd you say about No, no. Your credit and mm. the debt to income ratio. So mm. they look at how much debt you have, how much income you have, so they give you the ceiling that keeps you always locked in. Mm. When you get higher credit limits, that it reduces your, your debt to income ratio. Mm. So it kind of gives you a higher ceiling. If you can work and keep that happy medium, mm. you're good. You're on top of the system. But if you ever get in arrears and you become negative and it goes to collection that's the key point it has to go to collection mm -hmm. that's when you can basically disown it because the company that held you at fault held you in on that, that contract mm -hmm. they, they wrote that off they cleared their books they don't own it anymore mm -hmm. this collection agency bought it at a discount you don't have a contract with the other collection with agency. the collection agency yeah the second you pick up the phone and say, oh, man, shoot, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'll pay that. Mm. They got you in a contract. Yeah. They got your $2,000 account. Say a $2,000 account. They got you on record saying that you owe them $2,000. Mm. They mm. sent you a letter. You said, okay, I can only pay $25 a month until it's mm. paid. Or they have a settlement agreement. Mm. Okay, we'll excuse your twenty your $2,000 if you pay $345 right now. It's like, oh man, can I do it on Wednesday? You set an agreement with them. Mm -hmm. They know they're going to get at least $434 out of you. Mm -hmm. They might have bought your debt, your $2,000. They probably bought it for 250 bucks. And now they... So they're going to make about 250 bucks. But I, I, don't, I don't... So why would they sell, like, whatever, say you owe $2,000. And they, you now faulted on that $2,000. And now... They're going to they're gonna give you a negative strike that's going to stay on your credit history for seven yeah, seven years. Years. Yeah. Okay? So the game is, they keep that score system over your head. Mm -hmm. They keep you to keep you honest. Mm -hmm. And you're never getting out of that thing because life happens. Yeah. Car breaks down. Yeah. I need, I, I need, I need, I need, I need. Yeah. So you get jacked up. But when they clear their books and they write it off, they can't collect on it anymore. Yeah. Collection agency swoops in picks up the little pieces gives it to they give it to them for a discount clear my books give us 50 bucks shit take that stuff and mm -hmm. go in good luck yeah they get it for 50 bucks they got two thousand dollars over your head now mm -hmm. and you say okay man oh shit i'll i'll pay a dollar over what you bought it for you can say that i, I have that's so funny i mean if i'm gonna agree to it in the first place yeah i mean depending on what it is I don't even admit it. I don't have a contract with you. Prove yeah. I owe you. Yeah. 
So once the, so but once once they buy it, collection agency call, gets it, and they try to send you their letter that they're representing so and so. Yeah, they represent themselves, but they try to still hang that over you. The second you say I'm going to pay it, that's when they got you. Mm. So I say that. So that. don't talk to collection agencies. So lesson from lesson from today: don't talk to don't collection agencies, guys. If they no, do, what was it? I'll pay a dollar over what you bought it for. There you go. Make that agreement, and that's it. Or so we can terminate this conversation. Right, you got you got me on record. I'll send you a confirmation of this debt. You'll have my signature and my agreement. I'll pay you a dollar over what you bought it for. So now they have to prove what they bought it for. Yeah. That's the game, yo. That is the game. That's the that's the game, game. yo. Like we've been getting ripped off, man. We have been getting totally ripped off. I want to thank Guy for being a guest today for the podcast. He dropped some gems for us, uh, credit and whatnot. We're going to come back. We're going to have another one of just about credit because it's super important. Uh, this has been Guy. Shout out anything, Guy? Anything? Oh, man. Thank you. Um, you can follow me. Oh, my God. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. I'm Boss G Comedy. Um, but I do have a website. I am the funny guy. D a f u n n y g u y the funny guy. dot com. The funny guy. dot com. Follow me on all social media. Tone D Mac. I've been your host of the podcast. You're gonna be okay. Stay breezy and stay fun. Thanks.